following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Welcome to the John DePietro Show on 1380 AM and 99.9 FM. News Talk WNRI. Tell you, I'm sorry. Folks, good afternoon at 12.06 on this Friday. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. You can listen. Yes. If you're in north of Providence, different parts of the state, AM 1380, many people do. Comes in very, very strong, especially as you start to even go over the line into Bellingham, uh, Blackstone, well up into Worcester and Douglas, Uxbridge, good afternoon, Attleboro. We come farther south, North Smithfield, Smithfield, Lincoln, obviously Cumberland, Woonsocket, Crystal Clear. Some people enjoy the 99.9 FM, not all. Now, how could you listen if you don't live in that region, but you'd like to listen and listen non-static, clear, crystal clear audio? Glad you asked that question. Top of the website, dpetro.com. Now, if you were at the top of the website, dpetro.com, and you were attempting, and that's a good word, attempting to listen at the website. When you log on, I've actually been with people and they say, okay, I'm on it right now. Now what do I do? Well, let's look at our options. I would think, you know, maybe we'll change the name of it. It says listen live. You know, there's a weekend project. Maybe it should say listen live to the radio show. Now we think that it says listen live. People think, oh, I click on that. Not everyone does. <laughs> and then you have our links to social media. And then, of course, we have all the radio show. Anything that goes over is then listed right there. But I'm always open to suggestion. I am. You have to be. So, um, so maybe we will adjust that to say listen live to the radio show. Because I've had people bring up, okay, now what? Gee, what button would I press? Why don't we try the listen live? Again, I'm not mocking. I always learn by doing this with people. Sometimes I take things for granted. I may think it's easy, not easy for everyone. And then there's various ways. If you'd like to contact the chosen one, you can do that. If you'd like to advertise on the program, certainly appreciate that and like that. We have the shop. We're going to have new merchandise of this year rolling out very, very shortly. And then you have all our links Central Falls Brawl, the Warwick Arms standoff. Hey, we have the white supremacist group that was in Cumberland last Saturday. What about, I, I don't care about the whatabouts. And then, um, and various other stories. You know, we also had the, um, on Saturday the 17th, we had that those three women were arrested by ICE. And then um, NBC 10 was able to get even more details, which, again, I'm not upset about that. But but I try to, and you know, maybe we'll change the wording on it. Listen live to the radio show. Okay. Perhaps, perhaps. Um, it is a Friday in Lent. I want to remind you about Just Angels. 
What is JustAngelsOnline.com? Beautiful, thoughtful, quality, specifically religious merchandise that you can purchase. And it's very meaningful either to yourself or to others. I received this beautiful St. Pagrin Pray For Us medal. I have my nice little cross. I also want to thank, I received this, which is terrific and beautiful. And I use this when speaking with our Savior, my four-way medal, just angels. There's a lot of people around us that they um, could certainly use to either discover or rediscover a relationship uh, with God. And so I, I strongly implore you and urge you to do that. And again, they're just fantastic. Jane, Jean does amazing work, Just Angels, and online at justangelsonline.com. I do share the Facebook page. Now, I um, mentioned the website, dpetro.com, which is brought to you by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. And I want to just, um, let me just pull up, since we're live. Why don't I um, just pull up? Yesterday, it, it wasn't your imagination. It was a very, very busy day. We were on scene. I, I, I think it's significant. We were on scene at that Warwick standoff. And basically, the entire time, it was it was on the scene live stream with the chosen one. It was it was us. It was, um, it was NBC 10. And then who arrived after me. And then... Um, and then also we had, um, and then channel, channel 12 was, they beat me there by like 10 minutes. So, um, but I want to just check on the Coesed Inn because I'm fairly certain, and I am, that they have, yes, market at Coesed. Here we go. That's going to be opening this month. Local products. Goodness, local products uh, and a lot more. Okay, now this is um, interesting. What it, what is about to happen right now? Because for those that are on, it, let me just finish. Local products are more the coincidence. All right, folks. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM thirteen eighty and ninety nine point nine FM. Now. Um, for everyone that is listening to the radio, there's no change in what you're listening to. However, there has been, um, and I'm going to explain it just because we're walking through it, but I want to just touch on that crash last night when 17-year-old youth from Woonsocket, 17-year-old youth from Woonsocket was killed last night and in a terrible car crash but the details of it should not go ignored the details of it definitely should not go ignored i don't understand how someone is dealing with uh that they have a vehicle where they can operate it and it you don't have to have the seatbelt. So now again, I don't know the specific situation. 
I am at a loss to understand why it and it's it, it makes no sense at all. I mean, I kind of get it, but it's it's foolish that it exists. So, but the fact that that people are in fact doing that and that it's a 17-year-old so that is behind the wheel with a rig it where so in other words you can operate it and then it's not making the seatbelt sign uh, sound you know which would happen so um, it's um, really I, I don't I don't get that at all and the fact that this is even going on that certainly didn't help the situation and then when you have a situation and again um, I, I'm going to just briefly touch on I recognize so these are things that are out of my control um, we were just uh, Facebook is is undergoing and when you operate with it there's something about this time slot that and I'm not going to bore the radio people but um there's something about this time slot that they're constantly being inundated. And I, my, I won't even get into it. Listen, there are different forces that invade into social media apps in an attempt to take money out of them. And for some reason, thank God it didn't happen yesterday morning. It didn't happen with the whale yesterday. Uh, it didn't happen last night and it didn't happen at Shea. But there's something about this time frame where suddenly uh, I, I ended that video. I ended the last video that was just on Facebook. But I want to bring you up to speed. Now, first of all, last night I have video up. They did destroy the whale. There's some uh, speculation that it has to do with the wind turbines. But nonetheless, we do have a video up. It's, it's a huge whale. It's a young whale. And it was stuck right in Snug Harbor. In, uh, down in, it's kind of like across from East Mattoonic. It's not kind of. It is across from East Mattoonic Beach. And somehow this beautiful creature, DEM was trying to work with it. They had to euthanize the whale uh, either late last night or early this morning. Um, it was apparently just not doing well. Someone on another platform posted that that's the re- reason he beached himself is because he was not feeling well. And so it was just a... Um, terrible situation, but I, I don't fully understand. DEM, they seem totally thrown by it. Something that it, that just confuses me is the fact that we are the ocean state and they have the um, you know, don't we have scientists and oceanography at URI and I, I, I'm not exactly sure what to make of it that when this happened, and granted it's unusual, I thought it was about 25 feet long, but then someone was, I, I read that they think that it was actually 30 feet long from snout to fin at the end. I said tail. I think it's a tail. But this uh, huge baleen whale, it was enormous. If you haven't seen the video, it's pretty wild. We'll get it up on uh, YouTube later, but it is on Facebook. But you hate hearing something like that, that then it was just had to be destroyed. Very unusual. And people were coming out and were fascinated by it. Um, but, but an update on that. People keep saying, I hope he's okay. Well, actually, he's not okay. They had to euthanize the whale. I think people always just say, oh, I think it'll be fine. When it actually uh, was not fine. All right, let me stay on schedule. So, But again, I, I want to um, 
I'll deal with the, the Facebook crowd a little bit probably later. But it's not your imagination. There are you got to realize how large the platform is. And they have growth in all over the world, in India and so forth. And right now, we're just, for those that use it as a, you know, use it for streaming purposes, there are these forces where they go in and they try to apply that there's music being played. And they're trying to get copyright money. And they claim that they owe, they own music that I'm playing. Now, clearly, you can hear I'm not using any music. So, um so it it has been a problem this week, and then we didn't have a problem yesterday, and then suddenly it it rose. Now again, there's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing I can do about. It. Well, you should call them. Well, there's no one to call. But anyhow, let's stay on schedule. I do want to talk about this crash in Cumberland, and then we'll give the latest on Governor McKee plus the situation with um, with Shay and what happened yesterday, and we we were. On scene there, the the actions of these adults. When do these adults start taking some kind of responsibility for their actions? It's there's we're we're entering a phase where there's there's like no one accountable. There's no one. The the behavior of those parents yesterday. They were yelling at the police, and you're not supposed to go to the school. And they all go to the school, and they're demanding to go inside. And one of the women that was the loudest, I think it was her son that got arrested. And they're yelling at, look at this, the police with the long gun. No one of these kids are scared. Well, it's it's disturbing to listen to. But then you get an idea of why things are just seemingly spiraling out of control. And it's so much of it seemingly is because of the behavior of the parents. Folks, but this portion of the program is brought to you by AEP Services. Call them today, 401 228 7190. 401 228-7190 AEP services. You want to install a fence. They have vinyl, wood, aluminum, chain link. AEP services out of Johnston. 401-228-7190. Residential, commercial, for privacy, for security, hey, for protection. Whether it's for your home or business, call them for a free quote. AEP services. Have you been thinking about installing a fence? Maybe you need to improve the fence. 401-228-7190. Now, they also do fence and gate service. It's AEP services. 401-228-7190. So, um, I want to just finish, and I was mentioning this. This Cumberland crash. So, the story you're going to hear. I mean, that you look at those vehicles, and... As luck would have it, we were out last night, but we were out earlier, and then this crash happened a quarter of 11. And so, I mean, you know, you can't be everywhere. Plus, it had been a long day. But the details that we're getting out of this fatal crash of a 17-year-old in Cumberland is um, he was traveling southbound in the northbound lane on Menden Road. All right, so that's a problem. Struck another vehicle, turned from Vivian Avenue onto Menden Road. The teen's vehicle exited the roadway, struck a telephone pole and a fire hydrant before returning to the roadway. The vehicle came to rest on its side near Grand Avenue. The teen was partially ejected. Investigators say the teen was not wearing a seatbelt. Now, here's the part that if you're a parent, He's 17. Maybe he does. Maybe he quit school. I don't know. Maybe he left home. 
investigators found a device had been installed to prevent the buckle from being inserted. Speed and driving behavior contributed to the crash. You look at that vehicle. It, It looks like a bomb went off. I, I, here, let me just say this, and again, I understand, um, share the family, friends, everyone now, I actually heard from a family member. Investigators found a device had been installed to prevent the buckle from being inserted. I understand that a 17-year-old would somehow, they think it's cool not to wear a seatbelt. However... I don't think you can ignore the fact that, I'm sorry, it begs the question, we are, he's 17, you know, you can't put an older head on a young body. I don't, if, if, if it's the 17 year old, I get they're not supposed to know better, but where are the adults? And if they, if they, if the adults don't know, they have to know. If you're an adult on this Friday, And they should put this out for all of the high school students, all of the parents of high school students, wherever. But let's start with Woonsocket, Cumberland area. If that child has access to a vehicle or they have their own vehicle, if you're a parent, it is your responsibility. You should go out and and I wouldn't even think of that and make sure that they don't have something rigged so they don't have to wear a seatbelt. I don't, you know, I, I still remember my driver's ed class. I was a junior at Bishop Hendrickson. I still remember the entire first class had nothing to do with driving. I don't remember the man's name. They brought him in and it's after school. You want to, you got to take driver's ed in order to get your permit to then go through the license. Over. But what I remember the entire class was he just talked about the mentality of young men who think they're indestructible, who think that can't happen to me, that think I can, all these scenes. And I, I, the line I remember, that I still remember, was this instructor said, that's why we send young men off to war. Because they never think, they don't think that that bullet is coming towards them. When you're 17, 18, 19, they think they're indestructible. And that line, that's why we send young men off to war, because they never envision that the bullet could hit them. And, and, and again, I get, and that's not going to, nothing's going to alter that. 17, 18, 19, they do think, maybe 20, they think they're indestructible. But there has to be a parent. And if you are an adult, and you are driving a vehicle and you rig it that way so the seatbelt, you don't have to wear a seatbelt so that it doesn't make the sound. And then you're allowing a minor to use the vehicle. This is what can happen. This is what can happen. This is why people wear seatbelts. It's never been easier. Most cars you get in, seatbelt automatically goes on. You actually have to go to like this and rig it. Now, whoever rigged it or helped that teen, I don't know if it was a teen vehicle. Maybe it's an adult vehicle. Maybe it was a borrowed vehicle. I don't know that. But whoever did that, uh, that, that, that is so irresponsible. 
can't operate that way. You can't. And I understand a 17 year old. They don't think they don't an 18 year old. They don't think that, you know, that could happen to me. They never think that. Student charge in connection with the Shea High School lockdown granted bail. Well, they didn't find the gun. There he is. His name, Nakai Jackson, accused of disorderly conduct that led to police said there was no gun or they couldn't find the gun. So there he was in court. Now, I want to touch on that Shea story because I don't think enough of this is breaking through with people. But to stay on schedule, folks, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Friday is brought to you by AJ Drywall Plasters and Home Improvement. Call them today, 401 323 9252-401-323-9252. AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement. Frame to finish basements, acoustical ceilings, new homes, painting, remodeling. They do it all. AJ Drywall Plasters and Home Improvement. Call them today. 401-323-9252. Free quote. Maybe you need your home painted. Maybe you need your business painted. Maybe you have an unfinished garage, unfinished uh, basement. AJ Drywall Plasters and Home Improvement, 401-323-9252. For those that are watching our simulcast on Facebook, I will address it later. I'm not going to bore the radio audience with it. But I'm willing to bet somewhere, somewhere in the world, in the Philippines, Indonesia, Russia, there's a bunch of hackers in a room. And at that split second, they sent out, on, they have a way to trigger it. That any live video that is operating on the device, they attach all these things and claim that all of these live videos are using their music. And thus, that's what then uh, causes Facebook to then throw off the video. It's not you. You didn't say anything. You didn't do anything. I didn't say anything or do anything. You got to think how large this is. That For whatever reason, this week, they're having a problem with it. There's nothing I can do about it. Facebook's greatest growth right now is coming in India. Well, you should call. I like that. You should call them and tell. And I should call them as if I could reach them. It doesn't operate that way. But it's so much larger than that. All of the, you know, much like, let me just say this before I talk about the parents at Shea. Much like every day, every day right now, somewhere, there is someone at an airport. In our country or in the world, and they're trying to smuggle something through right now, as we speak, there is someone very nervously going through security. And maybe they're going to get through and maybe they won't. But that's happening right now. As we speak, somewhere in the world, there is someone entering a casino and they think they have found a way to cheat and win in the casino. And maybe they did. Or maybe they're going to get caught. Right now, as we speak, somewhere in on a college campus, Silicon Valley, I don't know, Indonesia, the Philippines, Russia, there's a group of hackers in a room. And they have figured out, they're trying to figure out a way and have a program to manipulate money out of TikTok. <laughs> Just around, everywhere, there are people, they spend every waking moment trying to commit fraud and crime. 
So everywhere. That just and, and then it's up to the social media companies, whether it's YouTube or Facebook or TikTok or Instagram or Google. And it's up to them and it's up to the casinos to try to figure out and stay ahead of the people that are trying to cheat them. It's up to airport security to try to stop the people trying to smuggle things through. Right now, as we speak, at some border crossing, there is someone trying to smuggle through illegal contraband. And they may. But the the idea that I could somehow stop that <laughs> if, is, is equivalent to if casinos could stop people from trying to go into their casinos and rip the place off. I mean, all the time, right now. I'm not saying right now there's people at Twin River. I'm just saying at some point, Foxwoods, Mohegan, Twin River, that new one in Boston, Encore. Every single week, they have people that go into the casino and they think they have rigged out a system where they can cheat and rip the place off and thus, you know, win. So it's, it's, um, it's what they deal with. Now, I do want to talk about the parents in Shea, but I want to remind you folks about Henry Oil. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery, residential, commercial fuel oil delivery. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Budget plans, automatic delivery, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. You can call Henry Oil, 401-521-0200, 401-521-0200 for Henry Oil. Now, I didn't hear, I didn't have a chance to hear this interview, but I learned on social media that Governor McKee did a radio segment this morning, and I I don't know the entire extent of the questioning. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because simply I didn't I did not have a chance to listen to the full thing. But I'm just looking at on social media. It was put out, um, let's see, hold on, I just saw it, here we go. Question, Governor McKee, are we a sanctuary state? I feel like the, the court stenographer. Governor McKee, answer, we are not. Question, what about Providence? Answer, I don't believe they are. So let's just break that down for a moment. Question, Governor, are, I didn't know in fairness, I didn't hear it. I'm going off, producer posted this. Are we a sanctuary state? No. Now, okay, I didn't hear the full discussion. I've already, I've told, I've said, he always will say that. What about Providence? I don't believe they are. What kind of answer is that? How do you not know that? I don't believe they are. All right, let's let's look at this. So that's now I have no idea if this then led to five more minutes of discussion. I'm simply going by what was posted. However, as I have said to you, he he won't say that. He won't say that. I don't believe that Governor McKee has credibility. And I consistently in different areas when questioned has not proven he plays it very fast and loose with the truth. The bridge is a very good example of that. So 
I've already said he will never admit it. I think you have to look outside of that. Now, again, not trying to play Monday morning quarterback. I did not hear the full discussion or the full you know, conversation and question and answers. The evidence would suggest something different. So I have said that I never believe he would admit it. Let's look at the evidence. Are people from foreign lands who are not citizens, are they given driving privileges in the state? Yes. Does the state have a policy put in in 2014, put in by Governor Chafee, that essentially tells corrections not to cooperate with ICE, Immigration Custom Enforcement? The answer is yes. Has Governor McKee said one of his priorities is to find uh, people, to find jobs for people that are here illegally? Another answer is yes. This kind of reminds me of in the 70s and 80s when they really started to go after organized crime. They would never admit that they were a member of organized crime. Are you a member of the Gambino crime family? No. Do you answer to Carlo Gambino? No. <laughs> they never admit it. But then, you know, that we learned that there, there was a hierarchy and there was a boss and there was a godfather and there was a chain of command. Someone gets the phone call, go take care of the problem in the Bronx, and then boom, they'd go and kill someone in the Bronx. So just because he says that, you know what's let's just break that down for a moment. Now again. I hope I don't have to keep giving the disclaimer. I didn't hear the full thing. I, I'm not. They. I'm not, I don't know if they. I don't know about Providence. Don't you think you'd find out about that? I don't believe they are, huh? Well, this business that Providence is, and the rest of the state is not. As I have said, now, I'm not. I. I've already given the disclaimer. If someone. And their immigration status. If an individual, if a suspect is um, arrested or detained by police, are they treated differently in Providence than anywhere else in the state? The answer is no. So therefore, everyone's on the same level playing field. Maybe I can explain it this way. Now, first of all, you would think he would know. There's no shortage. What is so inexcusable and I will make a point to listen to this, is there's no shortage of people that are paid to be on the governor's payroll, that we're paying, by the way, state payroll, that act as his legal counsel. So one might think that he would say, um, here's the, like, get me the answers on Providence. Now, someone else sent me a message saying that Governor McKee said he was open to E-Verify and I think he said they have it in Cumberland. That does not square with him. Now, again, it could just be meaningless words. None of this matters if you don't enforce, if there's no nothing enforceable. I think he made mention that, well, we had it in Cumberland when I was mayor. Well, Governor Kachiri was the governor at that time when he was mayor. So, again, I don't think he's being truthful. But if we if we want to step back... As I've told you, he's never going to admit it. The evidence says something differently. We're learning that these women that were involved in Pawtucket with the the murder of little Santiago, the one-year-old boy, that Carla, she's been illegally in the country 
since 1998. They just stay. They just stay. Now, she's working. I think, I I have no idea if she's driving, but there's, there's nothing preventing them from being here. I believe the question about Providence, I think it's a distraction. I think it's a red herring. I don't know if Providence, well, it's your job to know if Providence is. No, he, he's claiming ignorance because he doesn't want to know the question. Now, I didn't see anything from this where he vows we're going to deport anyone. So, but I don't know the nature of the conversation. But just that, no, we're not. Well, I could have predicted he's going to say that. He'll never say that. Um, I, I believe his credibility, I, I don't think he had a lot to begin with. I think with the bridge fiasco, it's taking even more of a hit. Um, it, uh, you know, I only mention it because it's just so disingenuous. Because he, the, the reason I say that is he could know. He chooses not to know. You think he would say, talk to the mayor. Talk to Mayor Smiley. Or how about this? Imagine you're the one in charge. Why is there a perception that Providence is a sanctuary city? That would be a fair question. Now, I know the answer to it because I was, you know, on the air when this was going on. And it was under Cicilline and it was under um, Dean Estimate at the time was the chief. And they, it was really Cicilline was the first one really stopped being cooperative with ICE. Chafee brought it to another level. Now, again, I'm going off something just posted on X. So in fairness, the, the conversation could have gone much more in depth. Maybe it did, maybe it did not. But I'm not seeing any blaring headlines that McKeese claims, you know, we're going to start deporting people. We're going to enforce immigration law. I've made it very clear with ICE that we don't want nothing like that, nor do I think there will be. So um, Governor McKee, uh, that's, that's a rare media appearance and actually his only media appearance of the week. So it makes it even more valuable. Now the parents at Shea High School yesterday, which I, I want to touch on. But folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by j Plumbing. There are certain things that can happen that bring your, your world and existence to a halt. One is if you lose power. Another is if you run out of gas. And another is if you have a plumbing problem. J&B Plumbing, they can't help you if you run out of gas on the road. They can't help you if you lose power. But they could help you if you have a plumbing problem. Do you need a plumber? I, I know a guy. JMB Plumbing, 401-743-9153. Or you could call, that's Jim. You can call Danielle, 401-529-6270. They can repair damaged water pipes. They can repair a clogged pipeline. They can replace a water heater. JMB Plumbing, skilled, knowledgeable, dependable. You have a plumbing problem, residential or commercial, call JMB Plumbing, 401-743-9153 or call Danielle, 401-529-6270. The reason why these are not catchy numbers is because you're reaching the owner's cell phone, direct, 401-529-6270. Well, yesterday... As I was, uh, and again, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Can listen online 
at our website, dpetro.com. We're going to change that button to listen live to the radio show. Um, Yesterday, I was about to go down and check out the whale. And it is sad. So the whale was destroyed. The whale was euthanized. Um, I've heard that McKee got the call and he said, nope, I want that whale killed. No, I didn't didn't hear that. Someone sent me a message on that. I found that funny. No, I I don't believe so. I think they evaluated the poor whale. Thing was huge if you've seen the video. I was off on it. First, I'm like, it looks like I'd say at least 20 feet. Then I'm looking at it and I'm trying to measure... Okay, like a, I always know 10 feet because of playing basketball. So then I'm like, all right, that's definitely like two. I, sorry about the word like. It is definitely the equivalent of 20 feet. And then, then I started to say, I think that that whale could be 25 feet. And if you saw the video, the fin was moving or the tail, whatever we're calling it. And then now it turns out that they're saying that it's it was over 30 feet, but part of it was submerged, so I couldn't see it. And I'm not over there with the measuring tape. Uh, but but first, I was at Shea High School, and that was that I have not seen, and we will have the video posted. It's on Facebook. We'll have the video posted on YouTube and then on the website depetro.com. We're on the scene live stream. That was the first time. I've that I've seen. Now, maybe it's happened other times, but I've just I haven't been on scene at a school in our state where police officers are coming out with the long guns, which you know that that's the SWAT team that's going in. Now the behavior of the parents in front. There was a report, and it, it seems credible. The school resource officer. There's an 18 year old student, and they believe they have credible evidence that this individual has a handgun. Now, what happened yesterday with the parents in front of Shea and some of the parents on the news was was embarrassing. There is protocol that schools have. One of the things they have is parents can't go running into the school. Uh, if, if you followed any of the school shootings, by the way, this is around the country, they've learned. But what's happening yesterday is the parents were conflating a school shooter with a student, and there is a difference. Most of the school shootings is a shooter enters the school. Now, they could be a student at the school, like Columbine, but more often than not, they go in with an assault weapon and then you know, immediately start shooting, quote, shooting up the school and killing people. Now, this is different because it's late in the day, the student's in a classroom, He was arrested in a classroom. But the parents that showed up were were conflating the two. There was was not an individual. First of all, people were sending to me an active shooter, highly irresponsible. There was not an active shooter. There's no evidence. First of all, they didn't even find a weapon. Doesn't mean he didn't have one. Could have hit it or could have slid it to his friend. His friend got it out of the school or could be hidden in the school, what have you. People were sending me active shooter at Shea. It was not, and I'm glad I didn't report that. That's number one. Number two, by all accounts, this, this, this was not someone who gains access to the school and then begins discharging a firearm. That was not that. First of all, they couldn't even find a firearm. So there's no weapon shot. So the police, you know, the first thing they want to do is the school's in lockdown. They want to set up a perimeter. If someone did have a weapon in the school and either had a weapon or shot someone, 
police would expect, people would expect the police to um, capture that person and hold them accountable. So the behavior of the parents yesterday, their first inclination, if you saw the live stream, was to start blaming and demonizing the police. And one woman who was the most vocal and the loudest, I believe it was her son was the one arrested. This one mother said, look at this. These police are scaring these poor kids by having these guns out. Okay, but but let's let's unpack that a little bit. I would argue um, the police want to be prepared. There's supposedly someone with a firearm in Shea High School in Pawtucket. So they're going to have the gun out. I would argue the threat that someone is in a classroom with a weapon is more frightening than police that are entering the school with weapons to try to find the gunman. And that one mother saying, look at this, these, these police are scaring these poor kids. Well, I think it would be more frightening would be if there was a gunman in Shea and there was no police responding on scene. The parents were yelling, they were swearing. There's no accountability here. There were rules set in place. One mother said on Channel 10, why are they keeping the kids in the schools? They should just get everybody out. Well then, let's just say there is a gunman. Well then the gunman is running out with everybody else. It's absolutely acid. I mean, it's so embarrassing to listen to. And some of the kids are hammering up and this is, it's a problem, but I'm not shocked by it. Um, something that that is happening that is not serving these parents and or conversely these students well, and that is the complete utter lack of accountability within their own actions and then their own life. And part of that is, and you probably already know, but it is it is rooted in politics. There are people in society around us that are consistently telling these individuals, you are a victim. It's not your fault, right? They're going to have the people moving in at Foxy, the Foxy Village. That's free, free housing. That's not low-income housing. Hey, no one said it's the Ritz, but it's still a form of free housing, taxpayer-funded. But if you listen to some people, those people have no responsibility of their own lives. None. Nope. Every wrong decision they made is not their fault. So therefore, thereby, the least we could do is try to, well, we have to pay. We have to help these people. You know, that's always their responsibility. If, If children are always told the way they are, by the media and Black Lives Matter and some of these other groups, that the police are out to get you. Don't talk to the police. Don't trust the police. You know, the kids are going to grow up thinking that, and they're going to behave that way. And you're not serving them well. You have the extreme. You have the kids in, Pal- you know, the Palestinian kids that are told to hate the Jews, hate Israel. You know, you're going to grow up. When you grow up, all you're going to do is try to, you know, kill them as much as you can. Kids learn that, right? It's, it's grown into them. Now, that's on the very extreme element of this. And then you have this side where you have 
leaders, elected leaders like Senator Tierra Mack and Black Lives Matter and rallying these kids and riling them up and some of these progressive teachers. And, you know, we got to get the cops out of the school and the cops are the problem and don't talk to the police. What is happening right now, Shea High School, if you if there is a parent there and maybe they feel their child functioning fine, it's adequate, their friends go there, blah, blah, blah. But folks, if, if there was ever a reckoning, the public schools, not only are they failing children, they're, it's, they're making the situation worse. And it's all taxpayer funded. You know, think of the parents, the, excuse me, think of the educators that they get these young kids. You know, you have a 12 year old boy and he's very unhappy. And he's not popular, and he's unsure of himself, and he has low self-esteem. And then he has a public school teacher, because it's not going on in the Catholic schools, and it's not going on in the private schools. And what do they say to that 12-year-old? You know, I bet you'd be much happier as a girl. I had a student, he was just like you, and he transformed, and now he's so happy. It's so destructive that they do that. And then conversely, they have an 11-year-old girl. Same thing, unhappy, blah, blah, blah. Not, why don't you improve your grades? Why don't you maybe learn to get along with others? Maybe you take up a, a sport or a hobby of some kind to find other kids that are interested in that. What do they tell that 11-year-old girl? The teacher now, public school teachers, you'd be much happier as a boy. Here's some literature. We can get you started on the process. It's so destructive. And the teachers union never calls them out on it. Never calls them out on it. That's why, and you have young boys and young girls that go through this uh, mutilation of their body and transforming. And then what do they find? Then they're really unhappy. They go from being unhappy to suicidal. They go from being depressed to manically depressed. Now, that's, not, that's no longer an unhappy 12-year-old boy. The public school teacher has now created a very unhappy, suicidal 12-year-old boy who's now dressing and using, you know, it's no longer Steve, it's Stone and, and, and Girl. But those parents yesterday outside of Shea, it was <clears throat> absolutely uncomfortable to watch. No control, no patience, screaming up and down, not following instruction, unable to behave. Calm down. Why don't you, there is a procedure, rushing to the school. I want my kid out of it. Look at these cops. Yeah. Those police officers, it's their job, they're putting their life on the line to go inside that school and protect your degenerate son or daughter. That's their job. They have to deal with it. Terrible. Absolutely despicable. What an absolute disgrace. All right, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Propane Plus. Remember, they want to be, they are the propane leader. In our area, if you're in Rhode Island, call them 
401-885-4209. All your propane needs call Propane Plus in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus 24-7. Their team is ready to serve you. You can find them online at propaneplus.com. Residential or commercial, always there for you. Propane Plus. 401-885-4209 or in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Um, you know, I'm looking, the Boston Globe, they're doing a fantastic job going after the Stewart Hospital system. I mean, what an absolute, that is fraud. That is absolute fraud the way that they have been just completely um, ripping off people with this not the, the nonprofits. Really, really disastrous the way that they have um, been uh, ripping ripping people off. So and and the globe has um, the Globe has been really on top of that. Now, the Boston Globe also has a story today. How much, here we go, how much is Rhode Island Governor McKee's administration charging for public records of high public interest? So you have, you know, they, they want the, um, people want requests for, for the bridge, obviously, and this business that McKee, oh, that's all right. We're gonna, we're gonna then refund the money. So, but McKee's office provided fourteen records requests. Now, keep in mind, if the media had not complained, here's how much he was pre- prepared to charge: eight thousand in prepayments. A Boston Globe reporter was asked to pay twenty four hundred related to the bridge closure. After narrowing requests, the reporter was charged $439. Channel 10 was asked to pay $1,000 for documents. An ABC News reporter was charged $500 for documents related to the filming of the film Ella McKay. Um, They haven't paid yet. Another Boston Globe reporter was charged $285. Do you see how this, make no mistake about it, this is all done to discourage people from filing for the um, the documents. That's really what it's about. This guy, I um, there's no easy solution. He really laid the low this week. But the this this situation with the bridge, the idea that they're going to move this now to three lanes on each side, is all they're doing is inviting more trouble. Without question. All right. With that, at 12.57 on this Friday, March 1st, with the sun out, I want to reach the queen of health on this Friday. Always brightens our spirit. Always has a great attitude. Folks, it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. It's my health. It's Folks, on this Friday is the queen of health. Happy Friday. Welcome to March. Marie at It's My Health 1099, Menden Road in Cumberland. Good afternoon, Marie. Good afternoon, John. Yes, it's March. 
Mark Stone, it was here yesterday with all that wind. Yes, it did. It was a leap year. That is exactly right. Now, Marie, change of month, spring coming, a lot of people are affected. What could help them if they pop into It's My Health? Well, we're still, you know, in the throes of cold and flu season, so we still need to be, you know, very aware of our immune systems, but starting to think about, you know, allergies coming in. So if you're taking cursidin now, it's a good thing because the sooner you start taking that, the better it'll be once allergy season hits. Um, and then you can just be prepared with some with some remedies that can help with that for sure. Could you just and then, of course, people will start getting outside and yes. start doing stuff in the yard. So they're going to need stuff for aches and pains for those muscles. What about some of your hemp and CBD products, Marie? Yeah, we do have hemp and CBD products. It's, you know, our CBD is only from hemp, of course. And we have it for pets. We have it for people. We have it where you take it orally. We have it topical. So it can be used for pain. Orally also can help people who have anxiety. It can help with sleeplessness. It can, you know, help with, like, with animals that have abandonment issues or or anxiety, it can help them as well. Folks, again, it's Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. But Marie, we've made it to March. Spring is on the way. What are your hours the rest of today and what are your hours tomorrow on Saturday? We will be here till 5.30 today and tomorrow from 9 to 4. You are the queen of health. Spring on the way and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, John. Take care. All right, folks, there it is, Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Stop in, support a great local retailer. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the one o'clock news, get you up to speed on all the news. We will be doing Facebook Live later. Uh, Next hour, radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Or you can listen online at the website, capitro.com. Another hour to go right after the one o'clock news. WNRI Winsocket, W260DC. WNRI.